Hey y'all, what's going on? Clay here with the Home Improvement Lead Generation Secrets Podcast. And today I'm going to be talking about how to create a job generating report. And I'm going to be going through a report that we just built um, for a remodeling company, pretty much step by step and kind of walking you through the process there. Um, if you've read my book, Home Improvement Lead Generation Secrets, then you know what these job generating reports are. I can never say generating. Maybe I'm just talking too fast. But you already know what they are. I've talked about them in that book. If you haven't gotten that book yet, um, you can get your copy at automatedleadgensecrets.com. So lead and then G-E-N, like generation but short. So automatedleadgensystem.com. Um, and you can get your copy there for just $1.99. It's also available on Amazon, but it starts at $7.99 for the Kindle and $13.99 for a physical copy. So um, I definitely recommend getting it from that website. But if you have gotten the book, then I want to dive into a job generating report that we just created for a remodeling company that I think is going to do really, really well, um, just based off of all the different ones that we've built in the past. Um, and as I'm continuing and always learning new things and implementing new things and testing new things. So this is kind of the newest edition of what we have going on. So as I talk about in the book, uh, it's fairly simple how these work, but there are some things that you can add to make it even more effective. One thing I've started adding recently, um, which I'll get into here in a second, is a little bit of an intro section um, that introduces people to your company and your offer. Um, so we'll get into that. But ultimately, let me just dive in here into this book. So this book, again, is for a kitchen and bath remodeling company. Um, they're in Michigan. And we have been marketing for them for a while. Um, we've made a couple of different job gen generating reports, but as we continue to test, we're making new ones. Um, that is part of what comes with you know our services working with us. They're not having to pay or spend the time making these. We have an entire team that writes them. Um, we do all the content research. We create the graphics and everything. So um, this book is called Seven Devastating Mistakes Homeowners Make When Choosing a Remodeling Company and How to Avoid Them. Now, this book, and I want to start off with the title here because we spent actually a good amount of time on this title. The reason being is that a lot of ways that people name their job generating reports, and I try to go into this in the book a little bit, is make sure that it is a good name um, and that it doesn't just sound basic or generic or salesy or self-promotional, right? Um, so if you just have a thing where it's like how to choose the perfect uh, contractor, a lot of people are going to think, well, they're just going to talk all about themselves. <laughs> and a lot of people do, and that is not what these reports are for. These reports are to actually give people really valuable information in a compact way, but also lead them toward the sale. And if you are a company that is run well, then you will lead them towards working with you. It's a trust builder. I mean, this is almost a way to manipulate people <laughs> with, um, with trusting your company. So you have to be really careful with this because if you're not a good contractor, well, then you're probably listening to this and just going to abuse it anyway. But I would highly recommend, <laughs> I beg you, please be a good contractor, be good at what you do to build one of these because it is one of those things that will build a lot of trust with people, get people to trust you without a lot of evidence or having to look through a ton of reviews. Um, and only use it if you're a good company that delivers well in your services. So the reason being is that if a company is releasing a book like this, right? So it's not just like some ge generic promotional thing, like how to choose the perfect company or why you should pick us. Like those are not job generating reports. Things like 
like this, right? Seven devastating mistakes homeowners make when choosing a remodeling company. Um, quite critical questions you must ask before hiring a whatever contractor, roofing contractor, siding contractor, whatever you want to call it. Um, things you must know before buying new um, blinds. I mean, this blind company, right? But it's there's a ton of different books that you can create, but they need to be valuable information. And also they need to be positioned around people that are nearing taking action. One thing we've tested a lot, um, and this will save you a lot of pain, um, is design guides for like remodeling companies. And those are nice. However, they tend to attract people that are a little bit farther out. So if you're wanting to get more jobs now, and I've talked about this, I think it was in episode four or five of this podcast. Um, I can't remember the title, but has some there's JGR in there, which is job generating report in the title. So if you see that, check it out. Um, but we talk about the types of titles attract different types of customers, and the ones that are most likely to buy are going to be attracted or buy quickly are going to be attracted to specific types of titles because of the questions that people have as they go through the process. Now, if I'm just thinking about, you know, like designing my kitchen. I don't really know, you know, am I going to hire a contractor? Am I going to try to do it myself? I kind of want to like see what's out there. want to see what's up to date. Those are people that are farther out. While if it's like this, seven devastating mistakes homeowners make when choosing a remodeling company and how to avoid them. These are people thinking about choosing a remodeling company or contractor. In this case, we chose company because they're kind of a larger company. They have a showroom, they have designers, they have um, on-staff installation crews. And so they're a little bit more of a company while some other people that are maybe a little smaller just do the installation, don't do so much of the design, maybe a contractor, right? So you have to figure this out in regards to your business, but that's going to attract when you're talking about things to do when choosing a company is going to attract people that are a lot closer to taking action, okay? So that is the title of this guy. So seven devastating mistakes homeowners make when choosing a remodeling company. Now the cover is super basic. Um, in regards to it doesn't need to be this whole production of like taking specific pictures and turning them into, you know, like it doesn't need to be like that. You don't need to spend thousands of dollars on a designer. Um, you can get stuff off of Fiverr. You can design it yourself in platforms like canva.com, or you can hire people like us to build it all for you. <laughs> um, shameless plug there, but ultimately let's get into kind of the meat of this thing. So what we have here is, and I know you can't see it, but I'm going to kind of read through it with you, is a recent addition that we've been making is starting the book out with kind of like a um, prologue or an introduction. So you start out with a sales letter and I've gotten this, it was inspired by um, a guy in the marketing space named Joe Polish. Um, he is absolutely incredible, super smart dude. Um, he helps a lot of carpet cleaners um, and restoration companies. So a little bit different than where my, uh, where we mainly help people, right? So it's a lot more like home improvement. Restoration kind of fits in there, I guess, carpet cleaning, but I'm thinking larger scale builders, remodelers, things like that, or majority of our clients, roofers, siding contractors. So we adjusted this for these type of businesses. And what you want to do, I'm not going to read it verbatim um, just because that's going to be like the whole podcast. <laughs> I try to make these quick, but I want to give you a little bit of a gist of what it's going, what's going on. So you start out with dear homeowner, and then it goes into choosing a remodeling company isn't easy. Why? Because you're constantly hammered with bad advertising, intentionally unclear claims, and often completely bad information. With ridiculously fast turnaround times and high pressure salesmen to companies that subcontract people you have never met to come into your home or offer services they have never even done, leaving you with a space that you hate, an empty bank account, and the contractor nowhere to be found. How can you find someone that you know you can trust? 
and that will get the job done right. And then we go on to talk about how this guide is the um, resource for you. And then we even talk about um, the next step offers, which is um, for them to schedule, in this case, a free design consultation in their showroom. For you, it might be free estimate, free estimate and measurements, um, design consultation. We've talked about uh, the meet with you offer before. This is where you would add that. So you're putting it right in there at the beginning because a lot of people aren't going to read all the way to the last page of your book, right? How many books have you read where you get to the last piece of like what seems like information and you stop? And there might be pages after that with special offers or deals or at the back of books. It's always like other books by this author, right? You don't go there most of the time. So we want to put these offers and pre-frame people in the beginning so that they see the value of the guide, they see you as somebody they trust, and that they know that your offer exists, right? So on this, for example, we go, oh, and by the way, if you are ready to get started on your kitchen remodel and make your dream kitchen a reality, but want to get it done as easily and affordably as possible by a company that you can trust from design to installation, then request your free design experience today by calling their number, or you can learn more at, and we have the link here. So that is the first step. The second step is that you um, want to have a message from the owner. And that's right after this first intro letter. And it's another kind of like sub introduction. So the message from the owner is, you know, you just say hello and you kind of talk about yourself, um, your background, get somewhat personal, right? So it's like, um, I've been in business for this long. I got into business because of this. My dad was a contractor if he was or whatever. Literally just like four paragraphs, um, probably like 10 sentences total, um, where you just talk a little bit about yourself and give people a way to um, get to know you as the contractor. If you can put a picture there as well of just you with your arms crossed or smiling in front of one of your trucks or whatever, um, even your profile picture from Facebook, as long as it's not something super creepy um, <laughs> or crass, you can put that there and it will build a lot of trust. Okay, so see how before we've even gotten to the meat of this guide, we are getting into the sale. And this is a big component of the job generating report is it does a lot of the selling for you so that when people call people on the phone, people call you on the phone rather, they are ready to go. They want what you have to offer. They're like cl so close <laughs> to signing a check or giving you their credit card. And they're just like, I want you to do it, right? I trust you um, because you provided me this information, which means that you obviously fit all of these boxes, right? And we'll get into kind of what these boxes are. Ultimately, the meat of your guide in regards to the actual information is going to be based off your title. It's going to be based off your industry, and it's going to be based on your business and your area. So some of these are going to be different, but I'll go over kind of the subtopics. And a lot of this stuff in regards to what the actual recommendations are, you can have someone else write. Our clients have us write the guides for them. We do a lot of research that goes into these to make sure that it's accurate. Um, and we also ask a lot of the a lot of questions of the client to get an idea of their business, their process, how they're different, so that we can feed that into um, the the guide as a whole. So I'll dive into the topics here now that we've kind of gone through the initial sales letters, right? So we have all this information about, you know, the the author, the owner, which is going to be you. Um, even if you have someone else write it, you want it to be you. And then you have a little sales letter pre-framing people about what's going on. So then we dive into the content of this one, which again is seven mistakes you must avoid when choosing a remodeling company. Um, or we have a couple of working titles, seven devastating mistakes homeowners make when choosing a remodeling company and how to avoid them, right? So what we do is we start off with a little bit of like an intro. So, you know, to, similar to any book, 
you know, it kind of gives some background about around the pain points that we're helping people um, avoid. So for example, the first sentence of this says, performing major renovations to your home involves a lot of big decisions. And one of the most important ones is the question of whom to hire to take on the project. Choose the right remodeling company and you'll get an aesthetically pleasing, fully functional space that adds joy to your life and value to your home. Choose the wrong one and you could end up over your timeline, over the budget, and extremely dissatisfied with the entire experience. So to help you make the best decision for your needs, here are seven of the most devastating mistakes homeowners make when choosing a remodeling company. Avoid them at all costs. Okay, so that's just a couple of sentences at the beginning, and then we go into the actual um, components. So number one is going with the lowest bid. So talking about this in regards to going with the lowest price, bid, quote, estimate, whatever word you want to use is one you can pretty much use in any guide that is going to be on this topic. You want to teach people that, and we all know this, right? <laughs> it's kind of like those pictures you see where it's like, I hired the guy that could do it better. And it's like, whatever they're doing is completely effed up. Um, so <laughs> that is what you want to talk about here. So you want to train people not to go with the lowest bid. You have their trust and you also are positioning yourself as someone that's going to be higher than the lowest bid. So if they reach out to you, they're not expecting you to be the lowest bid that they've gotten, which is huge for you because it's no longer a price comparison game. You're building the value. So in this case, it's talking about how people cut corners um, and you know may end up trying to upcharge you later that you think it's for materials and service and it's actually just for service or just for materials or whatever. Um, and the quality and all that stuff, right? So you kind of know what goes on there. I'm not going to read through this whole thing. The second one, and this depends on your state, right? So if you are in a state where having a license is not required, you may, you can change this around, you know, maybe like insured um, or something along those lines. But this one, number two, is choosing an unlicensed and uninsured contractor. And we go into the risks and ramifications of that, depending on your area, you know, you're, you know, the whole thing that goes along with that. Um, if your area doesn't need a license, again, you can just do uninsured, um, or change that around to another trust factor that you have in your business. Again, you have to be a good business owner. Um, you know, you don't want to just take all this stuff out because you run your business poorly. That is not what you want to do. It won't work. Is what, is what will happen. So number three, um, picking a company that isn't specialized. So again, this is a big one is there's a ton of companies that do like a little bit of everything. And in this case, you know, this company is very specific. Um, they want to uh, show their customers that they are so focused on the quality of their work in this specific area that, you know, we all know we all, human nature is to trust things that are specific. That's why picking a niche is super important for your business, which I'm actually going to talk about soon because I've been having some strategy calls with people recently. Um, multiple, multiple contractors that do a lot more than they probably should be doing, making it really hard for themselves and actually hurting their revenue. So I want to talk about that and really um, kind of make that point. But regardless, number three is picking a company that isn't specialized. Four is failing to properly vet them. So making sure you're going through reviews and looking, make sure they have a real license number. And um, if you can reach out to past customers or if they have references for you, reach out to past customers. And depending on the size of the job, you may want to go look at past jobs, right? So it's like if you are hiring a, if you're a custom home builder, people are probably going to want to see a one of your um, demo buildings if you're kind of modular or a past customer's home if it's more custom. Um, and you know, really so that they can get an idea of what it's like. If you have customers that are willing to do that, that is huge, especially for building trust on really large scale um, projects. 
Next is not getting the full scope in writing. So we all kind of know how that goes. Talking about what maybe you include in your quotes um, or contracts and talking about why that's important. Because obviously if you have a contract um, that you're sending people or your quoting process, it's specific and you have added things specifically for um, problems that you've run into in the past. So talking about that. In this case, um, this you might want to take this out because a lot of companies do subcontract, but in this case, we used using a company that subcontracts um, for kitchen and remodelers. Um, they still subcontract um, certain elements that are required by the state, like plumbing, but they have in-house crews. So as a point of the differentiation of this business, we added this to show that differentiation, to show the client why it matters, the potential customer. And when they reach out again, they have these expectations of how this company is different. Next up, and lastly, we have using a separate designer and contractor. Again, this company has in-house designers um, and um, installation crews. So we talk about how being them being cohesive is all in one, right? So it's like if you are a project manager, you can talk about how you know people wanting to manage the project themselves or whatever it is. Um, so that is number seven of this guide. It's pretty simple. Each one of these sections is like a half a page. They're not super long. This guide in total, I think, is 10 pages um, seven pages. This guide is seven pages, guys. Okay. So you're not having to spend hours and hours writing this, like the book I wrote, which is like 70 pages. <laughs> Trust me, that took a lot of time just for that. Um, so you don't have to spend a whole lot of time on this. It's, you know, a few paragraphs under each one kind of talking about it and people will find it really valuable because you have to realize, you know, a thousand times more than what a lot of your customers know. And you, you know, have to realize that a majority of your customers aren't even close to the same level as you. So things that you might think are redundant or basic or that everyone knows are things that not everyone knows. Um, and even if they do, they will appreciate the reminder. Even if just one of these things gives them a new idea, it will be valuable to them and build a lot of trust. And the fact that you're even providing this guide is super valuable and builds a lot of trust. Then what we've actually recently done as well, and again, this is inspiration from um, a couple of different marketing people, right? And historical things that they've done. But we have a bonus section that we added um, where it talks about four steps to choosing a remodeling company. So now that we've gone through the things they need to think about in advance, we go into four steps. And this is inspired by Joe Polish and it's step one through four. Step one being make a commitment to act. So really getting, this is where the sales process comes in, right? You're showing people and being a little bit like upfront. It might make them a little uncomfortable, might make you a little uncomfortable to write it, but you got to tell people like, yo, you got to make a commitment. Okay. And you got to go into how, you know, you may not be the best contractor for them, but you've written this guide to help them find the best contractor. They need to make a commitment to act because you know that, that you've been wanting to get this done for a while and you may keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and it's only going to make the problem worse. So you need to, now that you know everything you need, um, you need to take action and make a commitment. Step two is to list your goals. So now that you're committed and you know you're going to do it, you need to list out your goals of what you're going to expect what are your expectations so it's like what do they what's their goal outcome what do they want to have happen what do they want out of their contractor what are their expectations so that they can get an idea of where they're at and also it helps you because if they show up with crazy expectations it helps you temper them or realize they're crazy and get out of there um <laughs> but for the most part people are pretty nice um and have fair expectations as i'm sure you know if you have a contracting business that um has had you know a good number of clients um, step three is going to be reach out to a contractor that works with homeowners just like you. So if you're a residential contractor, you'll say this, if you're a commercial, you'll say business owners and 
You talk again about how, of course, you'd love for your company to be the best fit, but it may not be. Um, so you provided this information to help them make the decision. However, if you would like to work with us or like additional information about our process, you can go and request your whatever your offer is. Um, estimate, quote, design consultation, inspection, uh, whatever. Consultation, just basic consultation. And make sure you kind of map it out. So you give them a phone number and then a link to go there. And then step four is act, which is, all right, you got everything you need. You got your expectations. You know all the information you need. Now it's time for you to make a decision, go out there, contact someone and get the job done. So this is where the sales goes. Um, and you're really getting people to get going. And then we end the guide. And that is the end of the guide. It was seven pages long. Um, only seven topics with some previews and some information in regards to uh, pre-framing where you're kind of sh showing people what they're going to get. You're introducing them to your business, to you as the owner, to your core offer, your meet with you offer. Um, and ultimately, this is the type of guide that is going to get people to convert. A ton of people create these guides, these lead magnets, and they're like, oh, they're not working. Oh, they suck. Oh, it's just getting a bunch of looky-loos and tire kickers. And, and the reason being is that one of two things, or actually three things. Number one, your guide is trash. Nobody wants it. <laughs> or um, it's for people that are way too far up the funnel, right? So like a design guide versus how to choose a contractor. Those are two very different questions that you're answering for two very different people at two very different points in the process. Number two is that you're not making your meet with you offer quickly. You, right after they get the guide, you should be showing them a page with your meet with you offer. You should be like, your guide is on your way to your inbox. In the meantime, you know, whatever your meet with you offer is. And you should also be, you know, you have that part in the guide where it immediately talks about it so that as they read it, they get introduced to it. And also you should send them an email with a link to the guide and an intro to your offer as well. And lastly, so the third thing is that you're not emailing them consistently. So people get your guide and then you're just like, cool, they'll come to me when they're ready. That's not what you want to do. <laughs> you want to collect when they get their guide, their name, email, and now phone number. You may get lower, higher lead costs, lower lead numbers, but you're going to really want that phone number so that you can text people. That's super important now. And you want to have either automations or do it yourself where you are emailing and texting them for at least the first two weeks. Um, and then after that, about once a week. So every day or every other day for the first one to two weeks. And then after that, um, once a week to twice a week with new promotions and information, uh, pictures from past jobs and things like that so that you continue to nurture them. And then you will get a ton, a ton of people that are interested. And that is how you dominate your market. Okay. So that is what you do to get to the point where you're beating out all your competitors, all these people that are on Google where everyone just looks the same and sounds the same and people are price gouging and trying to, you know, uh, pit contractors against one another. When you're in this space, you position yourself as an expert. You run these ads to these eBooks on Facebook, um, and Instagram and the social media world, right? And then you move them into your core offer you are building yourself as a company that's completely different than everyone else, okay? So I need you to realize this. This is not one of those things that's like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna get a ton of leads and like maybe a few will work out. It's like these are people that when they do come through, which they come through consistently, and the more that you build, the better they get. They are high quality. They are high job price. They are super easy to work with. They're people that trust you. They look at you as the authority. They're not trying to undermine you or circumvent your process. They are those perfect customers. And I can show you that or explain it rather. We're on a podcast, so sorry. Um, 
But we have a remodeling company, the one we built this for, with their past ebooks, which have been really similar to this one. We just want to make some changes based off of testing and so forth. Um, and the other ads that we're running for design consultations to their offer have increased their job value from an average job price of 25K to now their average job price is like in the 60K range, right? So that's almost 3X. I think it's 2.5X um, their average job price. So it's a dramatic, dramatic difference. People are showing up to the design consultations asking on the phone, who should I make the check out to? <laughs> so these are people that are super interested. They're not just like, it's not just another step to make the crappy leads go through. This is a way of sorting and sifting through the noise, positioning yourself as the expert and getting your business in the position where you get the highest quality leads and you can leave everyone else to fight for all the bad ones. So that is all I got for you guys today. Today's a little bit more of a longer episode, but I think it is super valuable for you guys. Wanted to run through that now that we finished it up and kind of show you how that process works. So go write your job generating report, get it done. Um, stop making excuses. It's not that hard. If you need somebody else to write it, you need somebody else to design it, or you want somebody to do the whole process for you and you just answer some questions on the phone, you can reach out to us. Um, you can go to thecontractormarketers.com um, and schedule a strategy call. And we'll hop on the phone and talk through that process and kind of our whole automated lead generation system um, that we use for contractors and home improvement businesses. So until next time, y'all, I hope that this episode was helpful and I will see you guys next time.